All right, hello everyone. Welcome back to playing the field. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you. Uh, today we got a guest in Peter Reverso. Why don't you say hi to the people? How's it going? Pleasure to be here. That's right. All the massive, we have the massive audience of playing the field. Yeah. Um, they're going to be psyched. They're going to be out of their minds. The legend, Peter Reverso. <laughs> the the legend. Yeah, true. And yeah, it's been a long time coming. It's true. It's true. We've been trying to get him on here for a while. We we consider Peter the master better. <laughs> of our friends, Peter is the master better. The bank account says different. Ooh. I mean, that's maybe what you want us to think, isn't it? Ooh, see, it's all a play. It's all, it's all a play. It's all a mind uh, game. You know, is, exactly. Better, you know? This is what, what the guy does, you know. Um, so, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit today about betting, some betting strategy. Um, how don't you guys bet? We're going to talk about how bad I am at betting on NBA, <laughs> uh, how mediocre I am betting. NBA is NF- rigged. NFL. You think the NBA is rigged? It's rigged. Wow. I don't know, man. I, was, I, they it, know too much. Vegas knows too much. These lines for them to be weird. predicting it's, how many points are going to be scored in the game and literally being spot on in almost every game. I, I, those those over unders that they make are just too accurate. It's man. so weird. It is. Like, you can't statistically like calculate that. I feel like. You have to take into account how players are going to match up offensively and defensively against each other. Who's going to have a good night? Who's going to have a bad night? Yeah. The fact that they're that accurate on a regular basis scares me. Yeah, it is. It is a little disconcerting. I had that thought the other day too. I forget what game I was watching. Where I was like, I'm going to have to take a drink. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just by the way, we have a game set up here where, um, <laughs> anytime Ricky and I reference our home teams, we have to take a drink. And if Peter swears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time Peter swears, which is... So I'll be hammered halfway through this. <laughs> yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah, this is the first time we've done something like this, so it'll be fun. We're, we'll probably... Uh, of course, we're we're in the one hour where there's no basketball games. Literally. <laughs> like, there's like a window from six to seven, and there's There's nothing. some crappy college ones on. We love watching, you know. Maybe we should throw some money on one of these games. You pen basketball, yeah. Peter, pull up, pull it up. Let's see if we can get some money on. Let's see. Like each other on a game, you think? Back a few years back, we 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 would bet, bet a lot every night almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean not anymore, but because books and stuff have. Oh yeah. Well, honestly, betting with each other is probably the best thing we should we could have done. <laughs> you had no but, odds though. We were just betting straight up on everything. I know. I, know. <laughs> I definitely had the better run of that. Uh, uh, here's that here's a real year. intriguing game. It's about to end, but uh, Loyola against Navy. We love those types of games. Oh, Loyola Navy, man. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the game I want to watch. Not even the good Loyola. We're talking Loyola, Maryland. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else do we got? <laughs> what else do we got? You know, I'm, I'm, most of these games are about to end. Let's see. We got uh, North Dakota State against South Dakota. That's a good one. <laughs> Battle of the Dakotas. Wow. Five-point game wow. right now, man. All right, let's... Oh, we don't have a site, but let's see. Betting college bat. I couldn't. I can't even fathom. Just like, oh yeah, you like you look at like North Dakota and South Dakota State, and you're like, that's that's the game I want to bet on. Yeah. No, like, how I, do you know? I mean, I used to I used to bet a lot on uh, Ivy League you basketball. There was there was there was a season there where I knew too much about you know. Princeton, like I'm, what? like the fact that I know about Princeton basketball and I can name their <laughs> starting five at one point in time was just bad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But sometimes those small schools, they're good, man. Like, betting on Davidson, always a good idea. Always a good idea. Really? Because they're in a bad division kind they, of, right? They, they just – they're great for – they're gamblers' dreams. The lines on their games are usually amazing. Really? They hmm. do very well um, against the spread. 
Because they don't run away. Like, because if you if you beat up on a bunch of teams, the spread gets bigger. Yeah. So if you win, if you win, if you're by just winning tight games, right, yeah, yeah, and the spreads are gonna be closer, then you can, you know, blow. They'll they'll make it a three point. Yeah, I'm seeing that spread, and then you get a seven point winning. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. You know? I'm seeing that with the Celtics. Oh, there's a drink. Yeah, uh, there we go. I'm seeing that with the Celtics <laughs> right now because Celtics are obviously, you know, winning by very very thin margins, and oh. and now I'm looking at this Wizards. What's the Wizards Celtics spread? It's uh, gotta be like it's gotta be like two. Six and a half. Is it six? Celtics are favored six and a half. Wow. Yeah. Wizards have I won mean, seven of the last eight. Yeah, but it's just, it's ba- I feel like they're going based off. That's know, surprising too, because Celtics, Celtics Celtics are home too, so that's surprising. Mm. I'm looking at the spread. It says five and a half. It's still know. lower. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you told I mean, me, if, if you, you told want, me at the beginning of the season that the line of this game was going to be six, I think everyone would be jumping to the Celtics. What if I told you I'm looking at the spread for the Warriors Lakers? And it's three. I got that in a parlay today. We like yeah. Lakers. We're yeah. liking Lakers. Oh, I got a drink, huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. He's got a drink. Um, yeah, so you're taking Lakers in that game? That I'm taking Lakers. There's a, the, that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm liking Lakers. Why not? Why? What's up? Not feeling the Warriors, man. I'm, so here's what we got. Here's what here's what we're looking at. Lakers. You're gonna be drinking a lot. Lakers, <laughs> Lakers are Lakers. Cup in my hand. <laughs> Lakers are three point favorites. Um I think they're they're relatively healthy now. They have Schroeder back. They they're just missing A D. Um I don't see how they're gonna match up against the Lakers. I think defensively they're gonna struggle. Wait, they don't they don't have A D, right? No. Yeah. We don't I, have A D, that's it. My thing is is like we just got Wiseman back and Kavon. So our size problem is not there anymore. Wiseman's defense isn't really the best yeah, but Wiseman's out there. It wasn't looking so good lately. He's not, first off, he's That's not my starting. point. I'm not saying he's not going to be good in the future, but I'm saying for my bet tonight. But Wiggins is going to be on LeBron, and Wiggins has been playing great defense this season. Okay, we're t- he's still not, talking about he's Le- not LeBron. Holding LeBron. Okay, so he'll to hold him to 30, you know? Like, like, honestly, <laughs> holding, LeBron we're talking holding about. LeBron to 30 on a team without Anthony Davis could be a solid. True. That, that, you're right there. That's, that's like if we hold LeBron to a thirty-point non-double-double, I like our chances. So, so I mean, yeah, but so you, need, you need so you, you need Curry to have at least. I mean, in order if you guys to win any game, I feel like Curry's got to drop at least twenty-eight. I dude, it's fine because honestly, Kelly Oubre is starting to pick it up. He is. I like Kelly Oubre and a lot, actually. I mean, I'm gonna take a bunch of drinks because we're talking about this. But like, mm-hmm. hey, just we're take, just gonna just go keep on drinking. Yeah. To think that I'm the last one to need to drink is impressive. <laughs> 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 and there he is, just just so we know, he's drinking anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm almost done with my drink, actually. Oh god. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll handle. So you have you value. have Kelly Oubre versus LeBron. I mean, my thing is is or is it gonna be Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins versus LeBron? Is gonna be- who is LeBron? realistically who is LeBron they want? Well, real, realistically they want Wiggins scoring more, so they're not gonna make him play defense against LeBron. No, dude, Wiggins has been a lockdown guy for us. So you think they put him on LeBron? I do, I do, and I think. Well, you got Kelly Oubre on what Kuzma? Yeah, probably. I mean, Kelly Oubre, he doesn't play great. Like I like Oubre in that matchup. Like he has the length to play great defense, but I mean, like I think I think this is all great in theory if they stick on each other. But I think you know once you get the play moving and you know people have to switch, they get a lot of mismatch. The Lakers they're gonna get the mismatches, and I think that they're gonna take advantage of that, hit their shots, and Mm -hmm. I think. I didn't take a minus three. I don't like NBA spreads. NBA spreads scare me. I will say LeBron, ever since the finals matchups, 
LeBron always gives 110% against the Warriors now. Oh, yeah. Even if we suck, he's like, oh, yeah. oh I'm going to smash you for what you put me through. Like, <laughs> so that's the worry, yeah. Nah. But, like, I mean, I, Schroeder I'm back, Schroeder back is an issue. because is, I believe Lakers I are home as well. He's also somebody that could limit Curry to, like, 28. And, and Lakers, Lakers are, are Lakers home tonight? I, I, so. I, I believe yeah, they are, I think yeah. So. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, the Warriors just have been playing very well recently. They have been. They so have. that's Raymond, that's the thing. Point triple or nineteen assists, excuse me, triple double. So if you look yeah, at matchup to matchup, one great now, game. This good is, for him. Now there's there's flaws with this. That's a we great don't, player. No, no. Draymond is not a great player. player. I don't want to hear that. Draymond's not a great player. He is a great player. Thank he you. He is the most oh, overrated player. He is the most overrated Just player there because is. he doesn't score the basketball. His defense isn't that amazing to counteract it. His defense has dropped off significantly. Okay. Has it? I haven't even been watching the defense. I believe that his defense has dropped. Well, obviously, he's not a defensive player of the year player anymore. Yeah. Okay, so his defense has dropped off a bit. Points have dropped, yeah. So, Wait, whoa, so, yeah. so yeah, yeah, but here's the issue. When you're shooting. as bad as so he is at shooting the ball, he still shoots the ball. That's what I hate. You know, he could be a much better offensive player if I didn't have to witness him airballing three three-pointers a game. The day you know? I see Draymond Green lose his confidence in anything he does is the day I don't want him. Yeah, this is what Jack Brady was saying. Is like He's similar to Marcus Smart in the sense that they're confidence guys. Yeah. So he instills confidence I mean, in other players in the system, which is a benefit. But the many, drawback is that he shoots shots that he probably shouldn't, and he tries to force plays that he probably shouldn't. How many players exactly. in the NBA there do we say, like, please don't shoot? But they still do. Oh, yeah. Ross. Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Oh. Marcus Smart for you. Oh, God, I've got yeah. my Draymond. Everyone on the goddamn... Okay, I'm drinking here. Everyone on the goddamn Celtics. <laughs> Daniel Tice shoots threes. He loves to take them. He loves it. The NBA is at a point where... For God's sakes, Taco Fall not, banked in a three this year. They're never going to tell you really? to yes. never shoot threes He's a savage. in the NBA. Huh? Nobody's not allowed to shoot threes in the NBA anymore. Yeah, I guess. That's just the era we're in now. Unless you're Even Ben Simmons. That's the issue. No, nah, that's the issue, dreams. though. You need to. That's the issue. Even though it's important to hit threes in today's league, you still need to have players where you say, listen, you're losing your job if you shoot a three pointer. You're that bad. There are players out there that r- should never be Shooting. taking three point shots in a game. And, and Andre Drummond. <laughs> but the, yeah, but the issue is we're just going to let them do it because we overvalue the three to an extent. So, I mean, it, it's become ridiculous. I, I can't stand turning on the TV and watching a game where we got seven footers out here trying to throw up threes from, well, you, you know, know five Peter was, feet behind the some line. Of them Peter was telling me a very— Well, the ones that can, though, I support them doing it, but I'm saying we got ones who clearly can't. Peter— And they're, and they're, and they're just taking way too many. Peter's made a very interesting, po- interesting point the other day where he was saying that the reason he's had some recent success betting is, is because he's actually ignored the three because he's kind of understanding that a lot of NBA players are— you have to be able to the shoot, game. right? So he looks at the paint, and he see, and he looks at who's who has the better matchup in the paint, and he bets on the team that with the better matchup in the paint because if you control the boards, if you, you can dominate, score on the inside, if, basically, yeah, basically, basically, the Which theory is, is that if you can, <laughs> if if you can dominate the paint. You win the game. It used to be whichever team could, you know, let's say they hit another couple threes, you know, because the the league wasn't taking as many threes, you would end up pulling out the win. But nowadays, the three is almost your constant. You know, each game, the three is like the layup. Tons of threes are going to be taken. So if that's now your constant, where are you going to look for the edge? 
And really, if you have a dominant paint player, the gap between you and the other team is so significant that no, that I determines the win. I completely agree So with that, all, that along with rebounds. I think rebounds are the most important thing in the league right now. I think if you can really? get those rebounds and get second-chance opportunities with players that are getting relatively very high shooting percentages, you know, if you can get a second chance, that's huge. Well, let's put this to the test because this is very interesting. So let's look at the teams that are struggling in the East right now. We have all of them. No. <laughs> so the teams that are struggling in the East are the Raptors, right? They mm-hmm. lost their yeah. center, right? Marcus Saul just left. So true. who is their replacement center? I don't I mean, know. Siakam is. Siakam's a power forward. He's like six eight, is six nine, impressed? though. But he's not. A little he's bit. not just a dominant <laughs> paint player. You know, he's he's someone that takes he he shoots the ball and stuff. You know, I'm talking. If you look at a team that has a three-point shooter as well as somebody who's a big body down low, they tend to succeed. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying is like the Celtics don't have a big man. Yeah. We have no one above six nine, and we're really really struggling. The Heat are in the same scenario. Bam is Lay good, Bam. but he's undersized though. Bam. Yeah, he's Bam a struggle. Is, he's six nine. I mean the Warriors too. It's before we drafted Wiseman. Right, and now the Warriors have drafted Wiseman. And I mean like he's going to develop. But until that time, but they're already while improving. he develops, like, yeah, no, he's improved. And they've like, struggled without him, didn't they? Or am I wrong? Or I mean, drink. They did, the no, they is, did struggle without him. Oh, I'm going to drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is with Wiseman is, like, I think, honestly, benching him was great. I think him coming out in that starting role made him nervous. Maybe. I think it did. Especially because when he first came out, he didn't have Draymond. He was kind of just doing this whole paint protection thing by himself, and he didn't really know how to handle it. Yeah. Draymond comes, gives him a little, gives him a little help. He learns it better. I love the Steve Kerr move to the bench because then I think it frees up his mind. Like, oh, I can do more on the offensive end and not worry about hampering what Curry's doing or like. Some some people need the progression. I think I think Wiseman's one of those rookies that just he kind of he gets frazzled out there. He gets a little nervous, you know. He doesn't know quite exactly what he's doing yet. He's got the physical tools, but it's like... Yeah. The thing is, he's only 19. Exactly. That's that's why. My, yeah. like, there's, he's, there's he's, there's I'd be scared. Yeah. 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 Exactly. He's literally younger, he's younger than, than us. us. Yeah. Yeah. By a lot. By a lot. <laughs> it's weird to think about. Yeah. But in four years, he's going to be a completely different player. Yeah. He's, he's going to have be, a future. He's, he's going to have a great thicker. future, I think. He might even be taller. Can, yeah. can you just call him stronger? Calling him thicker really? No, just... I, cause like, it... <laughs> no that's just too sexual. It all just... right, all right, all right, all right. You're it frightens drink. me. Drink, frightens yep. Me. Just drink with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take much convincing. Peter goes, okay. Um, Problem solved. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> looking at these teams. So the Sixers obviously have a phenomenal big, and they're number one. And they're doing extremely well. The Bucks have a phenomenal big. They're extremely well. They're doing extremely well. Well, not extremely well, but. Nets are just loaded, so they don't even really fall into a category. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Cavaliers... I see, obviously, this is outside of if Magic, you have, you know, three superstars yeah. out and, there, and, you know? Right. If you just have, like, you know, the Magic two stars... Have a great big, you know? but they, don't, they don't have the baseline shooting that you need. Yeah. Like, who... Evan Fournier? Like, that's not <laughs> going to cut it, you know? It's even on the team. Speaking of the Mavericks... We should talk about the Kristaps. Well, I was just saying the Magic, yeah. but oh, we should... Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about Magic. Um. Yeah, I'm just looking at this team. Honestly, I, I think Aminu the, is getting 20 plus minutes. D- who is Dwayne Bacon? 
Do you guys know who Dwayne Bacon is? You just, Hornets? No, no. 30 idea. minutes for the Magic last night. Magic. My God, this team needs to make a move. This is bad. Yeah, Evan Fournier, there he is, 35 <sighs> minutes with 16 points. Honestly, though, before he tore his ACL, Markel Fultz was having, having a good year. Oh, Michael Carter-Williams, 25 minutes. Michael Carter-Williams is a... He's a Magic member. You know what's crazy to think about? He was, like, on the Sixers, and he... Remember him rookie and Victor Oladipo split rookie of, rookie of the Year? Yeah. And now he's on the Magic when Oladipo was drafted. That's that's tripping me out, but that might just be the, the Tito's. It's <laughs> the booze. Um, Anyways. You know, my friend, uh, my friend's cousin, one of my friends from back home, is cousins with Michael Carter-Williams. Like what a connection you have! Pretty dope. I'm gonna try to Michael yeah Carter. swindle does he, something. Does he like come to your birthday parties when you were growing up? He, he, you guys were like time. playing football in the backyard together all the time. Because yeah. that's what you know, friends of cousins. You know, that's what they do. <laughs> such yeah. a such a strong connection. It, oh man, I'm sure he still texts you every once speaking, in a while. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of strong connections, did did you guys see that tweet first off where Porzingis was like he like shot from the logo the other night? Did he really? He took like a like a full Porzingis. Yeah, Porzingis, like a half court three, basically. If Porzingis was doing that, I'd I'd say <laughs> whatever. Caption, but Porzingis today, was, I'm not. That, and the that's caption terrible. Kristaps is literally trying to get himself traded. Yeah. No, I I I I think he wants to. I think he's that type of a player where instead of <laughs> okay. going Absol- instead of absolutely, I agree with he's you. He's not going down the proper routes. He's not just saying I want to get traded. He's doing petty stuff. He's obviously Wait, that so, kind of a player. Okay, I don't so like it's how not, he left the it's, Knicks. It's not that the the Mavericks want to trade him. It's that he wants out of the Mavericks. No, is that I what think it is? that the Mavericks looked to see what his value was on the trade market, and then and it he got, got and it came out that. obviously because oh. we heard about it. And I think I think Kristaps is petty. Well, he, he remember when he said he wanted to be there. like a yeah. Nick for life, yeah, and then yeah. he was he really, like, he really, oh, I'm a Knicks like, fan. He but people hear that all the time. Kevin Durant was. True. No, they was do. criticizing LeBron James because he went to a better team, and he said, "Where's the competitive spirit?" But also, didn't Kristaps do the full James Harden when he didn't like and didn't play? Who Kristaps? Yeah, he, yeah. Kristaps, no, definitely. He is. pulled the full James Harden, and then and then yeah. I, I think it was soon after that when he got arrested for that fight. Um, oh yeah, I forget where there's he some, was. There's some racism allegations. Yeah, there, there 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 was racist allegations. There was you know him getting into fights in the street. Yeah. Just outside of a bar. It's like, just like you're an NBA player. What the hell are you doing? The only I don't care I've what heard, someone says to you. You gotta be able to just take it. And walk the only thing life. I've heard about Kristaps outside of basketball is that he's a piece of shit. Really? That's it. Okay, so he might be a diva. He might be one of these divas. He, that I literally about. think that he went to the Knicks as like a humble guy, performed well. The Knicks media probably pumped him the hell up. Oh, you're yeah. in New York. Yeah. And it went to his head. You're in New York. When you succeed in New York, you're going to yeah. You have to be... shoot the three. I'm going to be the greatest, you know? Ah, you know? <laughs> I'll uh, never get hurt. What a sound that was. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, exactly. You have, to, you have to have thick skin if you want to play in the big markets. Like, the New York media. Julius Randle wouldn't have been able to handle the Knicks media unless he had been on the Lakers first. You think? I don't think. I'm I think being the rookie savior yeah. on a big market team is impossible. Ah, uh, in the NBA. Yeah, I mean yeah. being a rookie savior in general though. Well, just they rely on you so LeBron. heavily when you first get into the league. Zion has been great. Yeah, but they don't win. True. Because they don't have the pieces. LeBron is is one of a kind. Yeah, LeBron is one of a kind. Uh, there was a there was a thing that I was seeing today that was like um, that was saying, uh, 
they were like saying Zion was supposed to be the next LeBron, so he's a failure. I was like, what? If you actually look at Zion's numbers compared to rookie LeBron's numbers, it's, like that, yeah, people the people it's just not don't far value off. him. I they just, don't. I don't think that Zion's gonna take the steps that LeBron took to improve. Nah. But you also got to think about the position too. Like he's a power forward. You're not the game can't flow through you yeah. like yeah. LeBron. You know, like it's not supposed to. You so, also have to have a more well-rounded game. You know, LeBron came with more tools than yeah. what Zion has. LeBron, so LeBron came to the league yeah. as shooting guard, like yeah, and grew, in, yeah. And grew into a, pa- a small forward. Like he's just gotten <laughs> all around phenomenal. I mean, we're talking about the goat right here, but his game all around is phenomenal and that's why you can rely on him. But I think the issue is when you take a rookie and you put him onto a team and say, listen, you're our guy. You, you're the one taking the shots, running the offense and doing all this. It's just overwhelming to start your career like that. And it's, it's startling though, because the fact of the matter is if they're doing that to a rookie, it's not because the rookie's that good. It's because the team around them is terrible. Exactly. Yeah. So now yeah. you're relying on a rookie player to lead a terrible team. To a billion or a million dollar franchise, exactly in a big market. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's so much to ask of. What's realistically a twenty year old kid? That's yeah. still a kid. When you look in, in in the NBA, if you're twenty years old, you're a kid. <laughs> Absolutely. You got players out there that are thirty five, so you can call a twenty year old a kid. That's why I love Anthony Edwards too. I feel like he just like acts like how he is. He's like, yeah, I'm a kid. I like yeah. to I like to have fun. You know, I'm it's super like athletic. I'll, I'll dunk on some people and I'll have laugh in my interview after the game. You know, <laughs> like, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Anthony Edward had a nice highlight the other day, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he dunked over somebody. Destroyed one of the only Japanese players in the NBA. <laughs> oh God, Yuta Watanabe, man. I'm sorry for you. Anyways, back to the Kristaps thing. So, do we just agree that? I think the signs are there that he's probably a diva. And that he yeah. might be a little bit of a locker I mean, room issue. Is, I don't though, take Peter's word though, you, because Peter is <laughs> clearly biased. If he's a diva. He still needs to <laughs> well, be. Well, Ricky's the one that came up with the diva idea here. So no, that, yeah, true. that's not yeah. even just me. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I agree. but, but no, he got my next real good. He's still an NBA talent. <laughs> NBA talent. Thank you, Tito. That <laughs> has that has value. Five games. How many? How many seven footers could you name though that played more than sixty-five games though? It's just it comes with being that big. Those players aren't like going to make it a full season. He's not like a How long is Shaq? Excuse me for saying this, a thick big man. <laughs> he's literally like a like lanky thick, I guess. He's a lanky 7-footer <laughs> that likes to shoot. Drink. And like Ah, uh, <laughs> He's a lanky 7-footer that likes to shoot and I get it like being 7 feet you're not supposed to like be that tall technically, and your joints are gonna, you know, break down. Yeah. Maybe, but like, look at Shaq. Like Shaq was seven three, but massive. And that guy and he had a long all career. the time. He probably ran way harder than Kristaps too when he was on the Magic and the Lakers. So maybe the problem isn't the height, and maybe it's just the fact that he's not getting like his body in shape. Well, I mean, yeah, because he's pretty frail. With, yeah. He's pretty frail. Like he gets You'll bullied. Get people like Manute Ball and uh, every, everyone. At a point, that. I'm like asking myself: Does he do things in the off season to make sure he stays healthy? Yeah, because he's skinny. I mean, he probably he's not that skinny. We're acting like he's a frail Dude, guy. No, but the he, thing but is, he's, like, yeah, he's he, he should be he a little bigger. Look, he should be a little he stronger. Doesn't look like he's gotten bigger since he's been drafted. Oh, I think I think he does. I Maybe think right now, if you look at him for, if you, from if, puberty if, if, standpoints, <laughs> like if you look at him right now, he's definitely bigger than he was. But yeah, he hasn't made any massive changes. But I think organizations also don't think he needs massive changes. 
Because if you want him to be the size of Shaq, that's fine. But now he's not going to be a seven footer hitting threes for you. So I think they they like him at the size he's at. But also, like you would think that, that him weighing skinny. less than Shaq, which he definitely does, would play into the whole getting hurt less thing. Yeah, but he's I, running around. But with you less can't on him, no. But it's going to change his game when you put that much weight on. No, him. I'm not saying he needs to put that much weight on. Him. I'm saying if you are seven feet, you need to do something to make sure you don't get hurt. I don't know what. Shaq I'm sure there did, are things that they do, but I mean, it just happens. Well, we don't even know that this team doesn't. Well, you also have just different people. Different people's I mean, bodies like, hold up better than others. If you know? seven footers just got hurt all the time, then they wouldn't exist in the NBA. We would just have cap like centers at like six eleven normally. <laughs> and then like, you know, no, if there was like a the seven footer that didn't get play. hurt, they would we're, be like a unicorn. I'm not, I'm not talking like seven footers are crippled and can't play more than 20 games. But what I'm saying is you're not going to get a full season out of a seven footer. And that's fine. You know, teams are fine missing them yeah. for what, five or 10 games, 15 games. That's one thing, you know, because the value that they add when they do play is enough to counteract it. Has Kristaps even been available for a playoff series? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure last I, year. I, I, I like or, that, no, yeah. last oh, so last year they went out in the first round. Maybe he hasn't. I mean, the thing is that my it's thing tough because he wasn't come, on a winning comes, team. You can miss games if you're gonna play for me in the playoffs. Fine, but like. If the injuries start not like, getting at you in the playoffs, but that's that's just up. a lot of careers in sports in general. I mean, look at Jeremy Shockey from the Giants back in the day. He was a great tight end for them during the regular season. The man was never around for the playoffs. Always injured. You know, it's just happening it in sports. Like Some for, players hold up better than other players. It it's seems just, like football, football is different, though. I feel like players. Well, get, obviously, yeah, that's a lot different. But um, yeah, I. It seems know. like I think this team is really good with Chris Dapps. That's I the also thing. feel like I think with really good with the them. size of yeah. NBA contracts, you should be able to spend some of that money on your body and stand. But I think they are. I think it just doesn't matter, you know. Then how come you can't? Because no matter like what you train, no matter what you train, when you about. come down and land on your ankle the wrong way, you're gonna get injured. No matter how you train, LeBron's no. kind of a freak. Like that's that's not a normal. But he also spends like a million dollars a year on his body. No. Yeah. No. He. Puts in the work. Yeah, like, I mean, yes. If you're spending millions, you, you can extend it. your career a little bit. Look at uh, who was it in the NFL for the Steelers? Um, their their defensive lineman, James Harrison. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a monster. Yeah. He he spends like a million dollars a year on his body. He could be a professional bodybuilder. The guy is an animal he is. He in is the gym. Animal, yeah. yeah. He's he's out there benching five videos. plates, four plates on incline for reps. Oh, <laughs> stuff wants, like that. Yeah, so. Here, I'll grab it. I'll grab it. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> empty. Oh, um, I didn't realize it was empty. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you spend millions of dollars, it can extend your career a little bit. But I think, you know, they're still spending money on it. They're just not going to spend that much. And I guess they're willing not to have as long of a career, you know. I so mean, do you move them if you're the, if you're the Mavericks? If I'm the Mavs, yeah. But yeah, it depends yeah. on what I could get. Honestly, yeah. it really, I, it would, it would, I think they should if they get the right deal. I think for certain people, it would be worth it. But if you're not going to get the right people, I'd keep them. That's what I'm saying. But I don't want to be paying them that much. Get a I, lot no, no, they need to get him on a lot smaller. They want to get him on a lot smaller uh, contract. Yeah, that's not going to happen yeah, no, with his I brother's wanna, running thing. I would thing. rather dump his salary and get better, more committed, yeah. less injured players for Luca. Yeah, I mean, so you would. You would just kind of get a salary off the books. Okay, honestly, but, like, this is, a, there's, this is a seven-foot-three – Young guy that is from the same area as, as Luca, mm-hmm. 
that can drain threes and makes a clear impact with when they're on the floor together, and he can get 20 points a game. He needs that to be more consistent, but he's not getting 20 a game. Oh, yeah, he is. He's not, he's not getting 20 a game. He has a lot of off games. He has some off games where he does terrible. He does have a career, like about a career average of 20. Yeah. But, but, to be fair. What's his average with the Mavs even, this season? He, it's 20, but he's only played 18 games. There you go. My my thing is with Kristaps is like, he's not, I remember when he was on the Knicks, he was putting up crazy numbers. He doesn't really do that for the Mavericks. Yeah, he kind of adds value because he gives he gives Luca like an option to do the pick and roll or pick and fit pop with. You know, huge, which is huge. But he's not playing consistently enough for it to matter. Yeah, and I think that's the issue is that you just got to have a stern conversation with him, and you need to say, "Look, we love you, but instead of yeah trying to trade him behind his back, you should say, look, we love you, we want to keep you.'" But you need to be able to play for us, you know. Like we. But it's we, not like he's not trying to. Like we act like these players like are allowing themselves to get injured. It just happens, you know. You can't tell him, listen, we want you just get injured less because I'm sure he would love not to be injured, you know. <laughs> no, I I know, but I'm saying, I don't think that there's been too much progression from the year he was drafted. In the oh no, that's years. what I hate about him. I mean, I'm a Knicks fan. I hate the fact is when he came into the league, his potential was so high. It was so high. Yeah. So, through the roof. I mean, he really could have done special things and been such a superstar in the league. And he just never went anywhere with it. And I just don't think that like, you're not going to put up when you're on the New York Knicks, you're going to put up ridiculous numbers because no one's there. So the offense just has to go through you. True. Yeah. When the offense Luka, ran through him. Oh, my yeah. God. And oh. he only put well, That's up, the issue. You, you also get abused. The running through him. Breaking he his back. He was only putting up like 22 points still. Like his career. Again, no, he's a rookie. His, no, 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 He was like no, no. first. When he was a rookie, he put up like 14 because he was still with Mello. Okay. Then he slowly built his way up. His The only year he's been an all-star, the year he was his last year on the Knicks, Put up 22 points. Hmm. It's like, yes, those are all-star numbers. You're not carrying anyone, though. Like, yes. You have to be second or third. I know, but, yeah, but they're not asking you, him to carry. That's the, the thing. thing. Like, Luca's doing the carrying. If you're yeah. going to be second or third, you kind of have to be, like, there. Yeah, no, you're right. He's I, I he's, a think... great, he's a great two-piece for them if, they're, if he's there. Yes. But if he's not there, you're paying him way too much to have him. you got to get rid of so him. So what I think the Mavs should do is keep him and then just try to get Drummond just because Drummond's the perfect guy to just mm. get boards. But you don't want to have Drummond when you still have Porzingis on that big of a contract. You they No matter you what get, they you need. You can get Drummond for so really, cheap. Really True. They're going to eat, like... they're gonna have to eat that money, yeah. and they don't even want him. They, they, like they, I don't know. No matter what, I think you you have to, you can't keep paying Porzingis as much as you are for what he's giving you. So I think you have to move him or get him on a smaller contract or something. There's, wh- who's gonna take Porzingis's contract? Which means you're either eating it, which means it doesn't even work anyway. Like you'd rather, yeah, I'd ra- I'd rather eat the money. And then get up, get at least the hope of Porzingis playing for me. Then or you the could money get trading for someone that's but you also worse have the potential of being able to get someone who can have impact like Porzingis. You uh, know, no, it, you're not. You're not going to get equal value. Uh, not equal. Not not equal. But that's because he's injury prone. But you can get people who are not that far away from him that will play many more games. Yes, I'm just so saying. so so the value to your team. 
yes, they're not the same quality of player, but basically the numbers that you're getting, if you put it in terms of statistics, you could get the same statistics that will better your team because they will be there for more games. Yeah, so I'm just saying Porzingis right now, I think, is at his peak. <laughs> Ricky just brought in the... the, the Gary's good. The, the Gary's, Gary's good. good vodka, yeah. The big guns. They should be a sponsor. What, what is that, like $15 <laughs> for a handle? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's less. Yeah, yeah. It might that's... be like 12 or 13 <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying Porzingis is is good enough. Gas tank. <laughs> I was saying Porzingis is good enough at his healthy oh, peak gosh. to be a number two on a championship yeah. team. When you trade him, you're gonna have to go to the three range. You're gonna have to get a piece, and you're yeah. probably that's gonna be the three. And then I don't know how they go get that two. They're gonna have to get really lucky drafting him. I think their best bet is to go get a three, just get one, and just hope. Just and just hope, hope, that, is, hope he doesn't yeah. get injured anymore. I mean, I like I like that in theory. Because all you need, I all like, you need is you need like twenty games late in the year, right? That's, that's but here's I, I, so I like that I like that in Luka. theory. But you're taking a big risk if he then continues the way he is, where he's not playing many games. You're taking a huge financial hit. So that's a great theory, and I would love that if it played out. But I think the risk just isn't worth it because if you're hoping he's going to stay healthy and he doesn't. You're screwed. But that's the whole thing. It's like I'd rather I, you, you I like have the no risk. Interest. You're okay with the risk. I, I'm saying I have no interest in going to the second round of the playoffs and then losing in seven games in the second round, which yeah. is what you're going to get for the you know. True. If you have Porzingis and a guy like Drummond at three, you yeah. have you a could, shot. You could. You have a puncher's chance at getting that title. And that goes back to what if we were Luke saying improves. before. When you got those big guys, that's the difference maker. Notice right, how we're right. saying, yeah, if you have those two big Porzingis men, those a- are the difference makers because everyone's got, you know, these guards sh- hitting threes. So if you got those two dominant big men, right. who, how, who are they, how are they going to stop you? And the, the only thing- way they can stop you is by having one of the best three-point shooting teams in the league, or right. the best, really. So the other appeal with the Porzingis is that you can actually do whatever you want with them. You can put them, you can run four out and have them be outside, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Crazy to think about that you can actually run a seven foot three guy outside, but he's yeah. that good at shooting. Um, and then he's a pain in the neck for defenses too because you can't. Who contests the shot at the wing, you know? And then you so KD, then you have, that's it. And then you can have uh, Giannis. Yeah, Katie and Giannis. Maybe Bam. I guess with the long runs. Like, I feel Bam. Like I can't keep up with him pace wise. He's all too these slow. Things at one point in his career, he should be averaging more than twenty two points. He should be. He should be getting an MVP. I, I don't. He, he had MVP potential. He Who, had MVP potential. Ah. I think when I he first guys, came into the league, he showed the he, he showed the potential the next, to have an MVP type season. You have to sacrifice. Like yeah, LeBron went to the Heat and he went from twenty nine points a game to like twenty four. Like it's not about the stats, you know. Like it's about getting wins. But the issue is Porzingis just doesn't get wins. Porzingis That's doesn't show up. Is the issue they, they win, win with him? No matter how it happens, he doesn't get wins. They win without him too, though. Have they? Yeah, they really struggle. I don't think I don't I don't I don't think he's that big of an impact where it's worth paying him what he's gotten. I I really don't. When you well, only show up for a quarter of the games, man. And and you, I don't like many, the risk. You have his I just don't up? like the risk. How many games has Porzingis played in each of his seasons? Rookie year starts at seventy-two, goes down to sixty-five. Fine. Goes not down bad. to forty eight. That's bad. Okay. Uh, that, misses no, that's, an entire don't season. Act like that's yep. not bad. Yeah. Then goes to fifty seven. Last year. Yeah, and now it's eighteen. I want at least sixty games playing, out of them. I the amount you're paying them, I want six. I want at least sixty games out of them. Think about it. 
if he's gonna be your number like, two, pl- played, like, if he's gonna games. if he's gonna be your number two player though. In today's league, you need to be getting at least 55, 60 games out of them. Kawhi Leonard plays, like, 60 games. Yeah, and Kawhi Leonard hasn't been winning. Dude, okay, okay, but... Uh, no, they load-managed him in, in Toronto, and they won. Yeah, but... the I would say that the Raptors team was able to play without Kawhi. Okay, but that's a luxury. You're talking about a luxury. Kawhi into the Raptors team, no? So... It, the Clippers, it's different. Because they had to give up a bunch of people to, to take Kawhi and Paul George. So it's basically a new team. I don't see what you're saying. I'm so. saying that him load management managing on the Clippers hurts them more than it would have on the Raptors. Because the Raptors were already like a fully like made team that just got rid of DeMar DeRozan. And like threw in a shooter in Kawhi Leonard. Well, I, I just think that... Just that season alone proves that it can be done. That you can play a certain portion of the games and have enough chemistry to win. And and that was a one year team too. But, but I mean, when we're talking, if you want to use the Kawhi example, their team—that's a luxury. You're talking about a luxury. Their team's capable of winning without him. But Porzingis is on a team that doesn't really win that well without him. So you're you were saying, just saying they were that they, so, they play fine without him. Yeah, they did play. But but okay, I th- okay okay doesn't win championships. Yes, but they're not winning championships with him either. Well, my point is, if if the Clippers can still stay at such a high level without Kawhi, then that's a luxury. But Porzingis on the team that he is on needs to be around more. Okay, so yeah, if Kawhi only plays six games, but they're still winning without him enough where they are a championship caliber team. The Mavs are not staying at a high level. If Porzingis is only playing a quarter of the game. Also, like, I don't think the Mavs are a very high-level team with Porzingis either. But we're talking about if they want to be a high-level team. So think about it, though. They went six games with the Clippers, and Porzingis didn't play in two of the games. And then they... Didn't they blow a a 3-1 lead, though, too? Like, I mean, like, the clip... Like, the bubble was weird, wasn't it? The bubble was weird... the Clippers are a competitive team. They are, and they like are, one they of those games was literally just Luca hitting daggers, Crazy amount no? of shots. Like, yeah, like, but Luca does that every every other week. <laughs> yeah, like, but like was Porzingis like a critical factor in those games? Yes, like, I watched some of that series. He was absolutely pivotal. He scored thirty seven in one of the games, and like will didn't them. they also and win without him though? So so sorry, there was one game where he got ejected, and you, what you were saying with the Draymond thing, they started crumbling without him. Okay, so I like. Six games against the Clippers. Clippers have a puncher's chance at the finals, unquestionably, in my opinion. I know oh, that yeah. they had they they the Clippers issue was not the talent; it was the locker room because we were talking about Kawhi and kind of this diva like I'm gonna take off games when I want it, and then he also was like coming in late to practices, suggesting private flights. So he can be separate from the team. I don't know if you knew this stuff. I didn't know any of those. Yeah. There was a bunch of stuff that Kawhi did last season that was pretty suspect for team chemistry. And I don't so. think Doc put a good enough cap on it. And I think that's why he's gone. Yeah. Um, but so that's kind of – it's it wasn't the talent. But I'm saying like if you're competing with the Clippers, even – I don't know, dude. Last I after, see them. My thing with the Clippers is like I don't – who's a leader on that team? Uh, Pat Beverly, honestly. That's your leader. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Pat he's Beverly, not a leader on a winning is not team. Inspiring me. He's not. <laughs> he's not. He's not a leader on a team that's gonna go win a championship. Exactly. He's not that level. That's another issue with the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the talent. It's the fact they don't have a leader. 
Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what that team does. I don't know. They have such potential. After they watching do. them blow that three-one lead to the Nuggets, to the Nuggets that hurt. That one hurt. Like that the, hurt. I'm all sorry. Of us. Like the Nuggets are like a regular season team, but when it comes to the playoffs. They're not experienced. They're all that have like the same playoff experience. So none of them like know how to like go the extra step. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you lost to the Nuggets, and I know Jamal Murray low-key took that extra step in that series. Yeah. And it was beautiful and we loved it. But then he played the Lakers, who you can argue have a worse team, and got smoked. I just There's just so many weird things. Like Paul George was going through that mental health thing in the bubble because he said he was feeling isolated. Yeah, like, the bubble is so weird. The bubble is so weird. And that's that's why I'm kind of not completely on this. The Clippers are bad. I was never on the Clippers are bad. I, I you got to give a team time. Like, the bubble is just a different experience for everyone. And some can't. teams just thrive there and others didn't. And I don't think you can really pinpoint a reason as to why. I think it's just the different environment. Some people were able to do well in and others yeah yeah it didn't and that's just i mean it's behind us now hopefully we'll never have to deal with that again but right i don't think you can judge the clippers based off that you know no 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 not after they lost in game seven in the second round and that was their first year together yeah let's give them another year. give them some time and regular season we'll see completely different yeah um yeah i just i but i think the the mavs being with right with that team I, i think that's another reason why the clippers lost honestly because the clippers didn't expect to get that tired from the Mavs, they didn't realize how good Luka was going to be, you know? Who did the Lakers play in the first round? Portland, right? Where it was just Dame like... Dame was dropping like well, Hold on, yeah, Dame was going off. Point. I don't want to hear anything bad about Portland. Yeah. I mean, that's a serious team. Wasn't Every, it a sweep? No. No. They, they definitely won the first two or something. And the thing is, everybody thought Portland was going to beat LeBron. And then everybody thought the Rockets were going to be. Whoa, LeBron. whoa, whoa. Everyone yes. thought Portland was going to yes. beat LeBron. He was dropping 60 point games consecutively. Actually, I think I do remember. That was, it was s- ridiculous. They people, may have won the first two. People thought yeah. that Portland was going to sweep. Okay. Well, well no, you got right. Yeah, Portland was, literally was being like, worshipped at the time. LeBron is going to get swept with AD. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephen A., that guy's crazy. But... Hey, what are you going to do? But I will say that. I just think, like, the thing is, is, this is my thing in, in betting. Like, I, I looked I looked at the, I bet on the Mavs-Celtics game, and I said, it's two All-Stars, potentially, I mean, Kemba was a long-time All-Star. It's three All-Stars versus one, right? But the the real thing is, they had the best player on the floor, you know? Yeah. And Luka Doncic, I think, is that good. Like he's just—I definitely agree with you there. Yeah, and and the the thing that that guy's twenty-one, he's only gonna get better. Yeah, he's only gonna get better. He's gonna figure out how to win. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. He's gonna be a Hall. That's of for Famer. sure. That's Mavs legend. You know, yeah. if he stays, it's crazy. I would love to, to see him stay too. I would love I would to see him be one of those players that stays for a whole career. You know, I, just be that city's greatest. Cuban, Cuban yeah. would absolutely pay him whatever he wants. Too. Oh yeah. yeah, Cuban's gonna give him whatever. Cuban he needs. will pay him out of his own pocket. <laughs> He'll be like. D- all Luka, that Shark please. Tank business he's bringing in, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's gonna that's gonna hit all the money he makes from his Shark Tank investments. He's just putting towards Luca. I know, I know. Um, the former Nick. Let's let's go we to the next, let's yeah. go to the Knicks for a little bit. Absolutely. Um, 
So I'll ask Peter. I'll say, look, they're they're the four seed in the Eastern Conference. They are top four. We love that. Four. We love that. All right, you are ahead of the Boston Celtics. You are ahead uh-huh. of the Miami Heat. You are even with the Toronto Raptors. Is this sustainable? The so try to be I unbiased. I think it is. I think now that uh, no, hear me out. Hear me out. I think now that we brought D Rose in. He is his efficiency is the greatest I've ever seen. Which is which is a statement from Der- Derek Rose because he exactly. that was one of his flaws early yeah. on, right? Like, He's coming out. I'm watching a casual games of him coming in for 12, 15 minutes, and in that time he's getting twelve points, six assists, three rebounds. Three steals. Just I mean, immediate impact. packing the stat line with only limited minutes. Yeah. He, his efficiency is something that's just a dagger to another team. It, it, it's what builds a lead. Yeah. Is is you bring in that, that – that's the game changer there when he comes in and just four for five, four for six shooting. That's what they need from him, and that's what he's given them. So, and Randall is just – on a different level this season. He's 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 phenomenal. So now the thing is is that you guys don't really have an all-star. I mean, you have Julius Randle. Yeah, I was about to say that's that's a bold statement there. <laughs> I I just We have Randle. I mean, literally just got their all-star. <laughs> I, I, just, uh, I And is Julius Randle a guy that you can say create your own offense? I think he's a guy that you can rely on day in and day out to get the job done. He's a guy that's gonna come. He's he's. I like how consistent. I we always I always talk about consistency with you. He is coming in, and you know what you're getting for him every game. He's not a player. He's yeah. not he's not a player that's gonna show up and only have eight points one game. No, you're getting. You know you're gonna have that twenty point game every game out of him, and that it's gonna then be what everyone does around him. Hmm. You know, because he is that only star. You need other players to just step up. So it's who's going to be the next guy to step up around them. But you don't think that the Knicks are going to be ahead of the Celtics in the Heat and the Raptors going forward? That's a tough call. I mean, I think Celtics and Heat, even though they're my team, they should be above the Knicks. Um, They have the necessary pieces to be more successful in the league, obviously. When you have multiple All-Stars, you have multiple players of that caliber. Bam, Jimmy, Tatum, Brown, Smart, Kemba, um... They, it's just you have more more capability of doing better in the league, so they should be ahead of my Knicks. But um, you think I they're mean, a playoff team? They, 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 the Heat just can't find their chemistry. They can't find any chemistry this year. I don't know why. There, there's no reason. They only lost one key factor. Besides that, there's no reason for them to be playing this bad. Couple uh, injuries that hang around. I guess I've heard but that them, but yeah, it, shouldn't it shouldn't be that big of a factor. They should be doing much better than what they so are. So do you think so. that there's a deeper issue there? Or No, I think, I think they're, they're just, they're just in a little slump. This I think is, they're going to yeah. pick it up immediately. I yeah. think second half of the season, you're going to see a completely different Heat team. And this is the Heat do this in the season as well as in games, where the Heat just kind of they mess around. Yeah. They just kind of you know, get lazy and just kind of get so, focused. Yeah. And then at a certain point, they realize, hey, we got to lock in. They do have a young team. And they do have a young they, team. They have a young team. Like, yeah, Bam's very young. As uh, as influential. You're, one of your is. biggest players. You have Tyler Hero. He's still extremely young. Duncan Robinson. Give him young. a few years. Kendrick like, Nunn's really young. Yeah. Yeah. No. As, as that big team's of got future. As as Jimmy is, you can't tell me that a young team that just went to the finals isn't going to slump a little bit the next season. No, that makes sense. But, yeah, and that and I was saying last time that I think the teams like the Celtics and the Heat that went really, really far, 
uh, just stayed in the bubble for a long time, they had a shorter, even shorter yeah. period to kind of get themselves ready. So I think that yeah. might be part of the slow start. I think start. that's part of why Anthony Davis is hurt right now, honestly. Yes. I feel like coming into the Lakers, Anthony Davis was definitely looked at as like, oh, we need to make sure he's healthy all of the time. Oh, yeah, or with else the Pelicans. this won't work. Yeah. And he always would get hurt with the Pelicans, too. So, like... I'm sure that the Lakers are trying to take every precaution to keep him healthy and the fact that he still got hurt. Like, last year, he was healthy most of the the season, no? Like, he, uh, took, yeah, his, he think... took his rest games like All-Stars yeah. do, but, like, he didn't get hurt. Yeah, he didn't get badly hurt. And right? that was crazy to think about because, Anth- like, Anthony Davis always gets hurt. Yeah. Like, it kind of just happens. So, I, I think that partially them being in the bubble finals – led to that yeah um i i'll say my worry with the knicks is i don't think you guys have a a true three-point shooter they don't that's that that's their biggest issue right now um yeah so i think uh them making the playoffs i don't think is out of the realm of possibility um the way they're playing they're making it work obviously i'm looking at the teams here so I think I think the Raptors are crap this year. Um, you think they're gonna stay kind of? I don't. I 500? think they're gonna drop off a little, honestly. You, well, you don't like Kyle Lowry. You, I hate. You're yeah, not a yeah, fan of yeah. Kyle. I've sent him uh, some choice words through um, Instagram DMs. Not not the best guy in the world. Yeah, I, I'm really not a fan. What do you got against? Wow. So he's he's slower. That's, he's, he's, he's slower, small. and that's a big issue. He's small. I I just I don't like how he plays. It's he. I, I mean, he's I, one of those guys that I think is. Very easily hateable. <laughs> you know, when you don't have that exact reason, there's just something about them that you extremely dislike. Uh, he's one of those guys. There's just something about the way he plays and who he is that I don't like. So I, I will say, watching that series last year, he was unbelievably scrappy, and like the way he like takes charges. Give me Van Vliet. Put Van Vliet in. I, well, I, they were both I like, great. They were both great. They were I like together. Van Vliet over Lowry. Fuck. So I got a drink for you that. Still have that <laughs> you still have that core it. of Fred, Kyle, who, I mean, say what you want to say about Kyle. He's still a vet. I mean, he's been around. He's made Siakam. multiple All-Stars. And you have Siakam. Right. That's a core. That's a core, but that's not now, a this playoff. Team is not that's going, not a playoff successful team. It, oh, it could be better than the Knicks, though. I think I, I mean like it's just who it's just who shows up really in that and but we're talking about getting to the playoffs. We're not talking about who's winning in the playoffs. Right yeah, now I'm we're discussing that. who's getting to the playoffs. When it comes to getting to the playoffs through regular season, I think the Knicks are a better team than the Raptors. Really? Just you agree with that? I think the way they're playing right now with the chemistry that they've built and they're pulling out wins. I mean, they may you're we're we're basing it off the fact that they just have Randall and that the three point shooting's not there, but they're making it work. So I, I just the way they're playing right now, I think that if we're talking who would make the playoffs, Raptors or Knicks, it would be the Knicks. Can't agree with you. You uh, usually don't, but yeah, it's true. I, I think, think the Knicks. I think the Knicks are a hungrier team right now, and that's it. Hmm. That's my thing. Big market. They also they're, they're they making, haven't they really made, been very they, successful. Their, their move they're, to get Derrick Rose is a we want to make the playoffs move. Yeah. I, yeah, I just I think the Raptors are. I mean, I don't know that whole that whole lineup has shooting. I mean, but they're not playing well. They're right not now. They're, but again, that's another team that went deep into that into that bubble. But that's my point, though. If that we're looking Powell at who's making the playoffs the as well, they're gonna have to make a change. They're gonna have to do something. 
We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But I, I, I still envision them ahead of the Knicks um, just because I think they're also well-coached. Uh, Bulls are 15 and 17. That's very interesting. I didn't know the Bulls were the 8th seed. Do you think that the Bulls... It's because Zach Levine's putting okay. up like 28 a game. Race yeah, for the 8th seed. They're, he's carrying them. Who who makes it here? Heat, Bulls... Or sorry, not, not Heat. Heat, who gets this 8th spot? Bulls, Pacers, or Hornets? Dude, I, I like the Pacers, honestly. You do? The Pacers have been playing some good basketball. I think uh, Sabonis is pissed. He got screwed out of a uh, All Star bid. All Star, but he bid. got it now. And he's with... he yeah, but he's on a revenge tour basically from that. He's been playing amazing basketball recently. Um, they're they're doing well as a team. I think if one of those three, I like the potential that the Hornets show, but I think Pacers. I'm, I'm are... kind of leaning toward Hornets. Which well, I'm is just crazy. hyped up on the Lamelo Ball flow. You know, that's he's another... a he's an animal. He really is. He's and a that's... different breed. And, like, he and Gordon Hayward – Hayward's back to, like, Utah Gordon Hayward, which mm-hmm. is – I mean, that's massive to have a, a stud one that can distribute no, and I shoot mean, and do all of the things you need him to do. Terry Rozier has been a lot better. Terry Rozier has been great. They still have Graham coming off the bench. They have Hayward. Uh, they have Zeller. They have pieces. Mac Biombo. Um, My And it's, like, it's starting to work, and I just think that the Pacers have lost so much. Brogdon's hurt. T.J. Warren's been hurt. Oladipo's gone. I think the Wizards are going to be the eight seed. Ooh, really? So this was on our agenda too. Heavily reliant on that's a bold take. The more I think about it, and I mean, you know, it might be Gary or Tito talking to me, but I, the more I think about it, the more I think Beal and Westbrook. Just have so much more playoff experience than all of those teams we just. But listed. they're relying so heavily on Beeler Westbrook. No, they but have they're gelling no right now. That's what they need. They're about to hit the All Star break, get their rest, and then they hit the. But what happened if that rest takes away their momentum that they that's have a worry now, too. and then they're just not the same? But the whole problem because that's the issue that you have Westbrook, when you only have those two players. The whole players. problem that West with Westbrook's game up until like a couple weeks ago was that he was hurt. He did say he was playing hurt, and that was a reason for some of this trolls ex- going on. But he exploded. But what are you gonna, what are you gonna do when you get to a they team? They the star power, what are, what are which you, is big in the NBA. Okay, but what are you gonna do when you get to a team that can play some stellar defense against? Really, they only need to play good defense but against one of them. He's they're, not arguing they're, that they're gonna go far. They're going to the eighth seed in the East. True. You I don't mean, even the East need a positive is, record to do that. The East to beat are what the Pacers, yeah, the Knicks. What? I, no guard there scares me on Westbrook Beal. No. Um. Bulls. The Charlotte Levine's Hornets, not a great defender. Like, I would take Beal and Westbrook over Melo and or Lamelo. Excuse me, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony. Excuse me, over Lamelo Ball and Terry Rozier. I would. Yeah. I just I do worry about their depth. I I think that they are extremely extremely reliant on Westbrook and Beal. And they're only two games. It's out not even depth. The, the rest of their starting lineups the absolute. And I'll drink for this. It's absolute dog shit. <laughs> they're only Bertans two games out from the Hornets. And Huchimura. The, if I can't pronounce Hachimura. half of your team's Hachimura. names, you're shit. Of course I love him. He's Japanese. What? <laughs> Gosh. Okay. <laughs> you don't fuck with Rui Hachimura? <laughs> All right. I'll drink for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I worry about their depth, but I think that Star power in the NBA, I mean, if you look at a team like the Blazers, they have just heavy stars, one, yeah. two. 
find the way to the eighth seed. It could Always, it could vary. Every time. It, that's a very interesting pick. So you so you think that this Wizards is a tough seven and last eight? I think, you think it's real. I think like they're I, gonna be I, good. I think he's he's right. If if Beal and Westbrook can continue to do what they're doing, then yeah, I see them making the eight seed. But they're you're only relying two games you're relying out. Okay, yeah, but you're relying on consistent Russell extreme Westbrook. performances from Russell Westbrook. And this, and is, this is what I'm gonna Beal. say. There's there's two points for Russell Westbrook. One is he's playing right in this stretch, he's playing perfectly. And the reason I say it is because you don't want Westbrook scoring twenty plus because no. it usually takes him thirty shots to get there. <laughs> but I also you want him shooting. You want him like in like the eleven to fifteen points range, and then with a triple double, like with assists yeah. and rebounds. That's the perfect. That's where that's he's, he's most been valuable. Doing. Yeah, that's what he's been doing. My worry is, I think he's gonna get his head's gonna get too big, and I think he's gonna start throwing up those threes. He doesn't have See, the best attitude think, in the world. We can all Beale acknowledge gonna, that. I don't think Beal is ever gonna take his foot off the pedal either. Beal got, um, considering Beal got snubbed last year and he's been on a mission this year, Beal's been different this year. He has because for for one thing, Westbrook came into the season hurt, right? So Beal had to do a bunch on his own. He lost a bunch of games. Yeah, yeah. Now that Westbrook's here and he has help, and he's won seven of eight, I don't think Beal's gonna stop. I think he's like, holy shit, I'm not in the shadow of John Wall anymore. Yeah. If I just continue to outperform Westbrook, this is a playoff team. And we're going to, you know, not suck. No, you have a point. You have a point. So, yeah. And also... That's the thing, too, is that I think... uh, You can finish, sorry. Last year, Russell Westbrook took a backseat to Harden. And, like, towards the end of the year, Russ had a bigger involvement in the offense. But I also think that because Russ knew he got traded, he was kind of like, oh... I need to let change me, my ways. Let me like figure out how that's they what do I'm their thinking. thing I first, think... and then let me insert myself in where I'm needed. Exactly. If if I I think the hope for the Wizards is that if if Russ has humbled himself a little bit, and he's kind of learned his place, I think he has. The Wizards could could be a force to be reckoned with in a couple years if they get some pieces. I've never. Yeah. The thing is, is like again, though, this is the same for any team in the NBA. They already There's have the so pieces. They don't need to pick up much more. Really, for stars, no. You just yeah. need you, you need just need depth. a bunch of depth. Yeah, you just need some okay guys. You don't even they need, need to go get stars. Like, they they like have Dalinari. the hard. They, they have the yeah. They and have the Seth Curry. They have the 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 biggest pieces, the hardest things to get. Yeah. What they're missing is the easy stuff that you can go pick up through the draft and you know little yeah. trades and G League players almost. You know, I mean, they really have an amazing base to build from. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what the Wizards do going forward. But it's very, it's very, very interesting. I like. I think the East. People love to watch the West just because they're better. But I think the East is just so much fun to just see. Kind of, which is a crapshoot. Exactly. So, the East is so close together that it makes it really interesting. Like the Orlando Magic are eight. <laughs> it's the same with the Cavs. The Cavaliers are the 14 seed in the East and are three games back from playoffs. They are the fifteen or the or the second to last, so fourteen. And they are yeah. three games back. Right? Now Detroit's hopeless, but uh, Jack was saying today that the, the Knicks are gonna lose to the Pistons because that's what they do. They just lose like to bad teams. Yeah, they just they, they have they pull these massive wins, they instill so much hope. And then they'll they'll play the Pistons and then they'll just absolutely crap themselves. Um so let's just let's. I think we've we've kind of hit the basketball. Let's just talk a little bit of football, and then we'll do some betting stuff at the end, yeah. uh, just to discuss his picks and Can't stuff. Can't wait for the bet. Right. We start 
with free agency? Let's do, yeah. Okay. We've been talking about it a little bit, but do we have any new J.J. Watt news? I haven't seen anything since they released his top six or five teams. There's and a whole, the report. There's, there's a the whole Instagram speculation. There was, yeah, there was an inst- some Instagram post or something between him and his brother, making it seem like he was likely to go to the Steelers. Um, I think it was more so just a little banter. Uh, but Steelers are definitely in consideration. I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah. I think it wouldn't be a bad team for him to go to. See, I think they definitely have a future. So, I think uh, so, that'd be an elite defense with him and TJ Watt. Certainly would. I the, mean, the two brothers that they're just phenomenal. I think. T- I mean, TJ was throwing up Aaron Donald numbers this year. I he was phenomenal. Yeah, there was a real debate there. Yeah. So I think having both of them would just be lethal. JJ Watt tweeted the other the other week. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and apparently. Everyone on Twitter freaked out, thinking it was a clue on where he was going to go. And there was speculation. <laughs> there were connections. Oh my God, these there's, people. There's connections to Green Bay. There's connections to Buffalo. There's connections to Pittsburgh. Honestly, I and I've been pretty vocal about this outside of the podcast. I think he should go to Buffalo. Personally, I don't even want to see Buffalo win. But if I'm J.J. Watt, I'm putting myself in the shoes, in the cleats, actually, of J.J. Watt, not the shoes. <laughs> I I would go to Buffalo simply because, A, no, neither me or Buffalo, bad grammar, neither Buffalo or I nice. has a Super Bowl win. So if I win the Super Bowl with Buffalo, I'm a part of the first Super Bowl of that franchise. You're that history. much more of a legend. Yeah. Exactly. And J.J. Watt is kind of iconic already, even though he's literally done nothing playoff-wise to earn that. Mm. Also... He gets double a lot, but yeah. He does get double a lot, but like playoff-wise, he's done nothing. Yeah. It's if like you're what, a superstar, you got to be able to come out of that a little bit. And make, exactly. Make like happen. what your legacy suffers without a Super Bowl win in football. It's true. It's true. And like... We never talk about Dan Marino. Yeah. One of the greatest regular season quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, yeah. He didn't win yeah. the Super Bowl. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> Drink. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just for me. I think he's allowed to curse. I, mean, I think it's just uh, I can't. Yeah. I mean, no, I, we, we, we try. You know, he's we mentioned the Warriors plenty of times, though, so we got him for a I good know, amount. I, I've, I mean. got, I've got debt. Drinking debt. No, Drinking debt. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think Green Bay would also just be interesting. Green Bay me. is interesting. That would be a real interesting move, but I feel like it's fitting. I feel like also, though, if he goes to Green Bay, they still only talk about Aaron Rodgers. No, I don't know, I think man. Aaron Rodgers Devontae more... Adams got a lot of hype this yeah. year. Yeah. Well, no, he did, but Devontae Adams is I think a that's monster a market. this I think, year. I think I that's a like... market for the sharing. So I think was Rod- would be Rodgers Rodgers of... the MVP? Yes, but like, Josh, I feel like Josh Allen can't overshadow J.J. Watt, but Aaron Rodgers can. I just, like, like I Josh, don't think J.J. cares about the fame. That's the thing. That is true. But I also, think he wants to win, and I think he wants to have fun, and I think that would be – he also I expressed interest. I don't think he said that, that it was a childhood dream of his. This is more news, that a childhood dream of his was to play at Lambeau Field. I think which, that you fill the one thing that the Buffalo Bills don't need, which is – But I think the same is said for the Packers. No, they have Zadarius Smith. They have Preston Will- Preston Smith? No. I don't know. They have Zadarius... I know they have solid 
<laughs> but they also have a solid. They have Adrian Amos and Jair Alexander, safety and corner. Yeah, but the Bills have Micah Hyde and Tre'Davious White. Yeah, I'm saying they're similar. No, yeah. no, no, yeah, but to me, like the one thing the Bills are missing is any lineman at all. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's edge rushers. It's not even just linemen because they I have think, Ed I think Oliver. If Ed he Oliver goes, is a monster. True. true. If, if he goes to the Steelers. Now, hear me out. They would have the best edge rushing in the league by far. Um, well, yeah, but... They have the necessary pieces. So, when, when, so you you're valuing... You could at left you're, edge at you're also, at you're, right you're edge. also... You're sides. also, I think, overvaluing going and winning a franchise its first Super Bowl. Imagine, imagine, but here, hear me out. Imagine him getting to win a Super Bowl with both of his brothers. I think that kind of plays a bigger factor in his brain than going and giving the Bills their first chip, you know? But the thing is, is, like, you don't need to win a Super Bowl with TJ and Derek with the Steelers. Like, yes, they're on the Steelers right now, but they're not... Are they always going to be on the Steelers? TJ, I think, well. The Watts can decide wherever they want to go. Right. And they'll make that pass rush I don't think they do. I don't think they do because... Okay, you have TJ Watts, a superstar. He can basically decide where he goes, let's be honest. So is JJ. So here's the other thing. Derek is not, though. Derek's a fullback, though. No team cares. <laughs> but that's my point. <laughs> I no don't even team think cares. the care about no Derek. <laughs> here's the other thing, Peter. Yeah, he's kind of the forgotten JJ child. JJ Watt but... is the big brother, remember. That's true. Does the big brother want to piggyback off of the younger exactly. brother? If anything, the I, don't big not, brother I don't think he's doing the piggyback. He's the one. But that's my point. Right, he's right. The, but but here's the deal. He's not piggybacking because they haven't been able to win without him. They didn't win a championship without him. So what I'm saying the is, defense is insane, what I'm saying though. is, making yeah. the defense go from no, number two in the NFL to number one in the NFL isn't going to make that hole at quarterback. The leading the league in sacks to leading the league in sacks again, like. <laughs> Dude, think about it, though. He's going to want to win with his siblings. He's a family-oriented guy. He's going to want to win with his siblings. Big Ben, though. I mean, either way, they're going to be in situations where they can compete. But I, I agree with Ricky. I think if he wants to win... He wants to go to Buffalo. Buffalo and Green yeah. Bay make more sense. I like Green Bay. I, I, I understand what like you're saying Bay. about Buffalo. I like Green Bay, though. Yeah. I, think, I think he's fitting there. I think that's a... That's an area where they can share the spotlight. It's not gonna be all right. Get him on the Patriots. There's room to drink. share there. Get him on the Patriots. Are you nuts? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Speaking of the Patriots, who do you guys want to draft? Dude, Kyle Pitts. Really? Interesting. Why? Because who's our tight end? Well, yes, but like, there's so many positions on your team where I ask who's playing. Wait, they have holes everywhere. Oh no, not anymore. Once our guys, got our front seven returns from from COVID. Our Who's defense is set. Team? Our special teams is set. We just we still have Edelman coming back healthy. We have Damian Harris in his Edel- second year. Edelman like thirty eight. We have two Pro Bowl <laughs> linemen. Like, Edelman's just he's just a good number two. Like he's not a number one by any means. But like, is he not going to be thirty nine like next year? No. Yeah, he might not be he's a like good number two anymore. He had a monster game with Cam Newton. This year, he had a hundred. That, well, that's Cam a whole nother issue. That's a whole, yeah, yeah. That's he a whole nother issue. The like fact that you got Cam Newton. God, I, I hate Cam Newton. That's all Julian Edelman would have to do, is what I'm saying. No, I understand. We but want him at two just for that reason. I don't, I'm not saying he's, wait, oh, I'm what, not saying he's like pick, a top tier receiver. You, what pick do you guys have? Like 12 or 14 or something like that. Yeah, no, Kyle Pitts isn't going outside of 10. Which is absurd. Do you think that that's good? Like, I mean, like. He's easily the best tight end in the draft is the thing. It's like 
any team. But will he be a, a, the best tight end any, in the league? Is no, what? no. But the thing is, you never draft a player thinking they're going to be the best player in the league. Like, Trevor Lawrence is the consensus number one pick. And nobody's out going saying, Trevor Lawrence is going to win MVP and Rookie of the Year, you know? I'm just saying that if you're taking a tight end that high, you, you have to imagine he's going to be in that top five discussion. True. But also, like, how many elite tight ends are in the league? Not many. Exactly. Like, I feel like... It's like Kelsey, if, once you Kittle... Get, if you can get into the top five, you're in a, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> holy crap. Like, like... Darren Waller had like apparently like the highest contested catch rate in the NFL this season. Darren Waller's nice, dude. Seventy three percent. PFF, love them. I might buy a subscription to them. <laughs> really it's crazy, but you know what are you gonna do? Anyways, I want that reason, DVOA stat why I asked that they have. Mel Kiper, you know, he dropped his new mock draft, and uh, I this is the first time actually he's done a mock draft where he's added trades into the mix. So okay. whenever he does a mock draft, apparently... It's stock. It's always then, just yeah. stock, and he just picks whoever he thinks they should take. Okay. This time he does trades, right? You know, he does the basic Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville. Yay, we know. <laughs> Switches it completely on the second pick and has the Falcons trading up to draft Zach Wilson from BYU. Do you think they actually do that? I think... That the Falcons have zero spine. Yeah. And that sounds super weird to say, but, like, they weren't able to keep Kyle Shanahan. And, like, you know, that's my guy. And, like, if you were smart, you would have paid him whatever you wanted, made him the head coach, done anything. Mm. I think the Falcons would not do that just because, A, Matt Ryan isn't losing them games yet. When Matt Ryan starts being the reason they lose, then I I can understand drafting or trading up to draft a quarterback. But I don't think they're going to do there's, that. There's people that think that Matt Ryan's going to have a bounce back year this year. Honestly, I think I don't he had a bad it. year. I don't see it. I think really? he had a bad year. So I can see well, they him just had a bad year. a better year than well, last year. The thing is, is that Matt Ryan actually had solid enough. Their defense is just awful. Like the, it was the team's not there. It's not at the level it needs to be. Yeah. But so also like Julio, how many games did Julio play? Six or something, right? Yeah, like, yeah. But that speaks more to how well Matt Ryan did. I mean, on a team that bad. No, but like you're not gonna win shootouts as, with. Your you're only right though. Why would they? Calvin yeah. Ridley. Like the Falcons were in if, so many games if too. I'm the, if I'm the Falcons, I would want to get. Defensive guy. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's right. You got you have Matt Ryan for a brief window who you know can get to a Super Bowl. Like, Try to just expand that I and do, see, you, see what you can do. And then, if, then later, once you start losing your games, you're absolutely right. Then I do understand that there's a lot of hype behind Zach Wilson. And I mean, I don't claim to follow college sports very heavily, but even I've heard, like, he's, he's, he's really got the arm, he's got the, the brain, like, he's got the mobility, like, and that's all you want in the NFL now is mobility and arm. Like, yeah. like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes prove that you can just develop a quarterback behind the scenes for a couple of years. I mean, Josh Allen did it from day one, but he was pretty ass for like three years. I hated him originally. No, I hated him too, and that's yeah. why low-key I hate if Buffalo, if Buffalo is good because I hate seeing Josh Allen succeed. God, that, that, that's Josh. a little cynical, but I mean, I have worse things to say about Draymond Green and Kemba, so I can't really talk. Exactly. So, I don't Draymond. agree with 
Zach Wilson to the Falcons. I love the I love the attempt though. Yeah. <laughs> I He's a uh, Mel fan. Who they got Dolphins taken there? So they have the Dolphins taking Devontae Smith. I sh- that would be I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. I would rather have Jamar Chase. I think Devontae Smith is going to That's that's your your bargain. Your bargain. That's not a smart comment. Is going to get I think Devontae Smith is going to get pressed heavily <laughs> Let's, what, in what? the NFL. I think he's going to be a star. I think he has I think all he's, the necessary tools. I, I think, think he's proven himself at the college I level. Think I think it's going to transfer into 200 pounds. And you don't think they're going to put some weight onto him? Not you don't think with their lifting, with their lifting their routine their and their and their diets, and if they want, if they th- thought that he needed that weight, trust me, they'd make him put it on during training. If they're going to take Devontae Smith at number three, you need him if to If they're going to take the Heisman Trophy winner at number three, I'm sorry, but do you hear yourself? You can't, you can't. Does every Heisman Trophy winner succeed? That's not the question, though. You're right. saying he shouldn't be drafted in the you're top. Telling, after winning off, a Heisman off, Trophy, you're telling he won, me he shouldn't be drafted in the top three. First off. Where do you think he should be drafted? Who he is a wide him? receiver. Then who do you, who do you think if takes him, team, where would you take him? Honestly, the well, Jets. Peter Jamar Chase is very highly touted too. Like I'm not, was, I'm not saying he that he's not. Justin Jefferson I'm not for saying number that one he's on LSU not. Last but year, I, I, as a I freshman, think, I think that we're really overhyping that. You're, wait, look, you're looking, you're looking at what the number eight pick to draft him. You think he's going number eight? He could. I think he was he's one of the best players. Yes, he's a wide receiver, but he's a wide receiver that could change a team. It could change the team's offense. He is a wide receiver that is extremely good at getting open. What's he creates dynamic? space. If he you're creates playing, space. Can he make dynamic catches? Like, who's a better no, he, dynamic catcher? I will, I will completely admit he had one of the greatest receiving seasons in college football history. It, Not... He just stop it there. From an <laughs> insane Alabama offense that could run, that could pass... That can literally I thought you were low on the Alabama quarterback, and you were saying no, the other no, day no. that offense, not just Mac Jones didn't do that himself. That's Ur- not Urban Meyer. <laughs> Urban Meyer, he's not even with Ohio State anymore. Um, I'm forgetting the coach. Nick Saban. Nick Saban is a college football god. Yes. You know? He can make anyone look good. He didn't just make this kid look good. The kid was one of the greatest you were college the other day that players of all time. Wasn't that great. I, I mean, holy shit! He really says so many records. That success. Honestly, I don't. I don't know what makes that Alabama offense tick because they can do everything. Najee Harris can run the football. It's because they had throw to an open wide receiver. Devontae That's the point, though. He's always oh, he gets open. Corners one on one. Yes, he is Devontae great Smith at getting is also open. Also, literally like two hundred pounds. And I think he's going to get thrown around by corners in the NFL. I think you have lots of players just as small as him. I mean, look at Landry. Landry, Odell, they're, they're all right they around the same size as, as him. They have more muscle on them than Devontae. And Devontae's they're going to put muscle on them. You're acting yeah. like their trainers don't know what they're doing. You act like 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 NFL teams don't know how to put muscle I'm onto a guy. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad player. You just think Jamar Chase should go above him. You, you, I just you're think just Jamar saying, yeah. Chase is going to be better than he is immediately, which is what the what Dolphins What does Jamar do that he doesn't? The Dolphins don't need immediate. No, they don't. 
They're, they they Miami need is, they need the they're gonna build a great franchise there and it's not gonna happen immediately. So this this if actually they depends build a great on, on our it's outlooks of, This honestly depends on our outlooks of Tua Tagovailoa because if if you think the Tua is gonna be great, you don't need the wide receiver that's going to pull you. You just need a solid wide receiver that's gonna be consistent, right? But having that but great if, wide if receiver think, is gonna help Tua to be great. Yeah, I mean having the great wide receiver is gonna be. You know, it's not going to hurt in any scenario, really. It's um, what you need to get Tua to be great. It's going to be a key piece that's going to help Tua, and that's how you're going to build a better franchise. If you're going to just put some, you know, next tier level players around them, you want Devontae Smith with Tua Tagovailoa. You will get insane yards of him. He gets. I. He's not like I a super player you draft highlights. based off size or based off muscle, like DK Metcalf or something. You draft him because his skill set is so high at the wide receiver position. He Devontae gets Smith he right. creates space like no other. And that's why he set all those records and Dude. why he was the best player in college the football. Thing is, I mean. is the Alabama offense is tailored to do whatever you're not covering. If they see you're, du- you're doubling Devontae Smith, mm-hmm. they're either running the ball with Najee Harris or they're throwing it one-on-one to someone else. Yeah. If they see that Devontae Smith is one-on-one, fine. They'll throw it up to him, yes. But the thing is, is they're not forcing anything to Devontae Smith like that. I'm looking up Devontae Smith's physicals right now. He's 174 pounds. That's I weigh like, 10 less pounds than he does. That's okay, like, I a, so, so can I point he's something else? He's way more than Devontae Smith. I, 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 can I, can I, I, I point something? And I'm a lot freaking slower than he I, is. I, I, let's the volume. We don't want to clip All it right, here. Let's... Now let's point something out though. We're hating on him. We're 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 hating on him for his size. Look at Russell Wilson. Everyone hated on him for his size, and I think he's the best one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Diverse receiving core that you can do more with. You don't need to be like what's Julian Edelman, one seventy? Like you can be an effective receiver, no, exactly, and not be. Massive. And they're gonna put some weight onto you, him. They're Devontae going to. Smith, are you not gonna have him out on the outside? You're they're, not gonna put him in the slot. They're right? gonna. They're gonna put some weight on him. You can move Jamar Chase into the slot. Yep. Yeah, they I guess. They have Devontae Parker. Why do they need another outside tall speed guy or an outside tall guy that's just gonna? I, I don't know, man. Like. Well, I think you could put. Smith into the slot. I'm sure you could, but... Look at that. We're watching some highlights right now. It's a great catch. These are college corners. He is very frail, though, just looking at him. He gets the job done. They're going to put weight on him. he's putting on... We're acting pounds? like we're I, acting, I, I know, I know. but we're acting like the NFL doesn't know how to put on 15, 20 pounds real quick in what pure muscle. Gets, what if he gets hurt? Before he puts it's that a question weight on. with everybody. That's a question that, with yeah, everybody. A risk, but he's you can't 174 just pounds. Look at how he gets space, though. You're look telling at this. me that you Imagine can't what he can do when he's heavier. Look at, look at how he creates space. He catches the contested ball. He is great at creating space. This is college. I wonder how... Is he... Is he mossing two see, people? I, I I also haven't seen many runs after catch. That, there you go. That's a wide open yeah, like. That's, but that's, see how that's, he that's gets getting, behind the safety that's like that. You see how he gets that's wide open. That's getting schemed open right that's there. Also schemed okay, open. here. Let's watch. Let's that wasn't watch. schemed open. That had blocking, and that was a one on one. That's the definition of. A screen pass is getting schemed open. 
That's that's some that's some yards after catch right there. I'm not saying he's not a fast. I mean, you're gonna find tons of videos with yards after catch. He won the Heisman. Hey, we're acting like we're trying to find something here. Look at that. Just beats the entire defense. That's not a scheme. You beating the entire defense is not a scheme. That? Is he doing that in the NFL? I think he could. I think he has the capability I, of being that, that type of NFL, player. Look at this. I will apologize to you. You're acting like he's playing against trash college teams. He's playing against great teams. He's doing it against the best in college. And Except who are the pros? The best not in college. Forcing the ball to him. He's just their best receiver on the best offense in the NFL or in the, in the college in college he's football. He's one of the reasons why they're the best offense Obviously, in college football. Obviously, he's one of the reasons why, but they're not literally Devontae Smith centric. I think even with even if you put him on a different offense, he is still going to be the top that, receiver in college football. I think that even on a different half offense, of all NFL cornerbacks could press the fuck out of him for days. Mm. That's why we think he's more long term than short term results. You're telling me that he's going to break press coverage. Who had the better quarterback? Uh, LSU I think or Alabama? Could. This year? Who had the better quarterback? This yeah. year it was easily Alabama. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones. Speaks to, that speaks to Jamar. Well, I, want, I just want to watch him. I just want to see what the eye test tells me here. Because I haven't seen a lot of these games. Well, I guess we're not going to watch move on to I mean, honestly, my thing is, is yeah, like, if I'm the Dolphins, I don't even want a receiver. But Well, yeah, they definitely shouldn't be taking a receiver, but that's a, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. My thing mm. is, last year, Jamar Chase came in as a, I don't know, I don't want to say he was a true <laughs> freshman. He might have been a redshirt freshman. But he worked his way up to number one on that death chart over Justin Jefferson, who is now one of the best receivers in the NFL. That's that's a big league Dude, catch. You were, what we're sitting here trying to do is predict how good a college player is going to be in the pros. If it was that simple, I think that the teams making the draft picks would have figured it out, you know? I don't think we know more than what they know. No, completely. So, so what I'm saying is, but if I they're saying think... that he's getting drafted that high, who the fuck are we to sit here and say that's wrong? He just won the Heisman, broke all kinds of Mel records Kiefer for receiving. Says, I have Smith just ahead of Jamar Chase, but it's tight. Yeah, I'm not saying that Chase is some shithead scumbag. What I'm saying is I'll take plenty of sips for that. Don't worry. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, but I'm just saying, you know, if we can't sit here and say he definitely should be drafted over Devontae Smith. No, no, no The no, guy was a whole different absolutely, player. Absolutely, he's, absolutely he's a different not. breed. No, I'm yeah. not trying to, I'm not he's trying to truly lion-hearted. I'm not trying to say that Jamar Chase is 100% absolutely better than Devontae Smith. Yeah. He just won the Heisman. But that's what I'm saying. If you're drafting, though, you're saying they shouldn't I'm draft them. If, if you're drafting, though, I'm saying, it's safer to take the Heisman Trophy winner that just broke all kinds of records. You know? I'm saying if I'm evaluating the Dolphins receiving core, Devontae Parker and Devontae Smith are very similar. No? If you're... If you're I, in terms I, of I'll body put this in gambling terms. I'll put this in gambling terms. If you're going with Chase, you're betting a plus... I'd say plus 200 underdog. See, you're I You're betting think a plus 200 I, underdog. I there. think that... I think that Jamar Chase might be better, but I also think that Smith might be better to put in the slot for the Dolphins. I, he he reminds me more of Devontae Parker than Smith does. I, I think with Smith, I think he's more the athleticism, I think he could be like a good 
good slot. He's also, Did you say he's, vertical? No, no, physical. Oh, okay. Uh, but, slot players don't... Uh, it depends what you want from I, the slot. I think with Smith, you can... I think with Smith... You're telling me Julian Edelman isn't kind of physical, even though he's short? Yeah, he's a little scrappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think with Smith, you can build the athleticism, and he, his talent is just higher, I think. I My thing is, I think you can put Jamar Chase anywhere. I don't know. I think he's going to be a Jamar good player I mean, wherever really he can't goes. Go wrong with this pick. He's no, going to be. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, both of them are going to be good picks wherever they go. In general. Like, really? I think they should try and take Panay well, but, you know, what do I know? Mm. <laughs> All right, Peter, what are your picks this week? Well, who do we got? We got Who do we got this week? Let's see. Let me take a look at what the lineup's looking like. I mean, yeah. tonight I took Ohio State, Knicks, and Lakers. Did Ohio I, State I, I took. Ohio State I took. They lost against Iowa. Now, Iowa has Luka Garza, one of the best players in the country, debatably the best. Um, so that was obviously a tough pick to bet against the best player in the country, but Iowa was coming off a tough loss. They got really beat up in their previous game. I forget who it was to. So I was thinking Ohio State's been relatively hot. Ohio State is a great team. They have played phenomenal. Them, Michigan, there are a lot of teams out there playing very well right now. So I thought Ohio State being home could pull off a win. Lost by 16, obviously not one of my better <laughs> picks. But so I I'd put together a parlay with Ohio State. Oh um, yeah, we talked a little bit about the his Lakers pick, right? My Lakers over the yeah. Warriors. Yeah, we we talked about that. Um, I have Knicks over Pistons. You want to hear some that, that's that not really seems a like a no brainer. What's the spread on that though? I think the spread was one and a half or something because I think I got them at a plus one hundred five line, so it was pretty even. Bro, what right now like Bleacher Bleacher Report has that as a one point spread, but. Oh, uh, when I went to bet it, it, it was even, I think. And really? that's how I ended up getting the plus 105, because normally even will be, that's fine, you know, a, that's, a 110, I'm, 105 type lead. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's not straight pick them. Woj bomb. What's up? What's Woj, the Woj bomb? Woj bomb. Victor Oladipo just turned down a two-year, $45 million Shit. extension from the Rockets. Yeah, he wants $30 million a year. I think that's what, what he wants. What the fuck has he done to earn $30 million a year? I'm drinking. Oladipo <laughs> is a stud, but I think he's just thinking they need him so much. Hell no. $30 million? Honestly, I don't even know if the Ro- why the Rockets would want that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I got you. Like, if you're the Rockets, do you need a, a 28-year-old guy? Like, just, you're going to lose. Just build around Christian Wood, you know? Like, you... I'm sorry, but, like, Victor's... Not gonna commit to you. Yeah, I, I don't know where he's gonna go. So he turned that. My down. thing. I'm starting to think that Victor Oladipo is a guy that like cares less about money and more about like where he is. Yeah, but I just don't understand why he didn't want to be in Indiana. No, no, no I think. I thought Indiana was a great place. For I him. thought it was a great I think, place. For I him think too. where he is extends to outside of basketball. Like he just wants to like. Maybe live in like a nice area or something. I don't know. I don't think so. I, really? I think he's just a prick. I don't know. <laughs> really? Dude, I don't know what his motives are. That guy, I mean, I mean he's yeah. made some questionable moves in his career. What, is, what are the questionable moves? I mean, I wanted him on the Pacers. I really would I have loved to too. see him. You have him, Sabonis. You can do real well with that team. Him moving to Houston, 
Granted, it was a trade. It wasn't like it was a trade. It was. It was reports that he wanted out. He wanted out. Yeah, that's the thing. I think he kind of forced into that trade. Um, I don't know, man. I don't really know what's going on in that guy's head. You know. I know. He's a tough guy to pick. He's 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 a tough guy to predict what he's gonna do. You know. He doesn't really. He's not as vocal as other players with what he wants. So. Who the hell knows? I I can understand him wanting a lot of money. He is a phenomenal player in the NBA. So I can understand him wanting some crazy amount. Because they really are. Teams are dishing out what crap Nick loads of get? money. Like 28? Yeah, yeah, dude. Teams are ditching out so much money. You got these players on $300 million contracts. They're giving out crazy deals. So for him to want $25, 30000000 million a year, you, can Again, almost no, ex- you should expect that. You should expect okay, that. Hold on. We don't know that. The reason is because of the money. You said it that. probably is. It probably. I think uh, in his situation. Do you want to be on the Rockets if you're Victor Oladipo right now? I don't think. Yeah, but no okay, future. okay, but that may be a factor as well. But I'm thinking if he's going anywhere, he's going to be requesting a lot of money. I think he would be stupid not to request a lot of money. Yeah. So I think he has a lot of bargaining power, though. Uh, I think he does. I mean, his he, his yeah, he's well, a player that can change any he team he goes for to. The last like two years, like besides like. When he plays, he's phenomenal. Now. He missed that whole season, which was bad. Yeah. Um, but when he plays, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah, he got 23 points he's, and let the Indiana Pacers. He's, to, yeah, to he's someone teams. He's someone that can change your team. So I think I think his he's going to set his value very high. I, a team will pay him. I mean, Gordon Hayward got what? That, yeah, what that's the thing. He knows, like I was saying, there are a lot bigger deals going on out there. He knows that someone's going to pay him what he wants. Like, think about, think about if you're the Miami Heat. Put put Victor Oladipo. That's a crazy team. Point guard. You have Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, Bam. Like, oh my God, I yeah. would I would pay through the nose for that. You know, there's a bunch of teams that could that he could like help a team get put over the edge. Uh, I'm just seeing a lot of contested catches here by Jamar Chase. I'm, I'm, just saying. T- I'm telling you, bro, Jamar Chase. If you think about it, now Justin Jefferson is now one of the best <laughs> receivers in the NFL. No. Yeah. Yeah. And Jamar Chase beat him out at LSU. It's true. It's a good sign. Jerry Judy, on the other it hand. It sounds like you want to do things with him. It, it's really concerning. Back to the whole calling men thick and crap. It, really, the way you're speaking of him. Hey, you were is, defending. What's his name? Yeah. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. It's pretty fucking easy to defend him. Hey, drink. All right? God. <laughs> you know, like. You know how many Heisman Trophy winners have failed in the NFL? You know how many have succeeded? A lot, but a bunch have failed as well. Let's like, go through the list. Uh, how, what percent do you think failed? <laughs> I just sparked this up again. <laughs> I'm going to go with 40% of them failed. Okay, let's go through the list and let's see which ones have failed and succeeded. If you're getting the best season in college Devontae football, Smith was last year. Joe Burrow, he has great. not failed. No, Joe Burrow's great. Kyler Murray, great. I wouldn't say he's failed. Baker Mayfield would not say he's failed. Not, did not fail. Did not, not fail. fail. Did not fail. Okay. Look at the team. S- certainly serving a he role. Was just on Excuse team. me, Johnny Manziel, Jameis Winston. Hold on, we're going down the list. We'll get to them. We're gonna get to them. You, you'll have your turn. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Let's. We're just gonna go down the list so you realize Keep the going. true percentage. Keep going. Where are we at? Baker, Lamar Jackson. Okay, fine. Oh, sorry. Derrick Henry. Whew. Marcus Mariota. Derrick Henry, like, never Let's see him on the Pats, huh? Marcus Mariota. Garbage. Jameis Winston. Garbage. Hey, he's going to be a Patriot. You stop. Johnny Manziel. Garbage. RG3. Garbage. Cam Newton. Garbage. He did have an MVP season, though. 
Yeah, besides his MVP Thank you. Season. Okay, oh, besides the MVP season. I think not, once you win not, an MVP. Were you not one of the only were you not one of the other people that told me that he can't throw a football anymore? No, I think now he sucks, but we're not talking <laughs> oh. we're not talking we're not talking the longevity longevity of their career. The man won an MVP. Okay, That's fine. not a failed pick, fine. okay. Fine. Mark Ingram. Okay. He's been pretty underwhelming. He literally sp- Alvin Kamara came to the league and took his spot. As a All I'm saying is I think you're being extreme. You're exaggerating a lot my with 40. Thing, say, I'd say one out of the every Heisman? 10 Looking fail. At the Heisman's that one out of every seven fail. fail. That's that's a good number. One out of every seven don't turn out. First off, where are your going? standards Because the longer we go, the more this is going to favor me. Keep going, actually. Where were we at? Mark Ingram? Yeah. Yep. Sam Bradford. Garbage. Okay. That's that's a failure. <laughs> he is right. He's going to favor him. Tim Tebow. Garbage. Okay. Let's, okay. Keep going, baby. All right. We're, we can't Keep yell. going. Reggie Bush. Oh. You know what? We'll give it to you. Oh, yeah. You were screaming like you we'll was garbage. It you. We'll, we'll give it to you. We'll give we'll it to no, you. Nice. Oh, I'm my being God. nice right now. Just oh because God. I respect Reggie Bush for dating a Kardashian and coming oh out alive. Reggie Bush you love the Kardashians, nice the don't Saints. you? What are you You're talking a big about? Kardashians yes, fan, Only right? on the Saints. That is it. And he... How he many spent years? like seven years in the Saints. And did they... They won once, right? Yeah. That's it. So we're now defining his career by his chips? You had Drew Brees. Reggie Bush. I forget who that receiver's name was. They had, a, they had two Pro Bowl guards. Like You say that about the Browns, though. But that is certainly not a failure. Okay, fine. Okay. He served a okay. role on a championship team. That's all you need this receiver to do. I didn't say it was a failure. I said, I'll give it his to you. His career overall was... His career <laughs> was pretty underwhelming, you know? Let's, let's look at it. Let's look at it. I For what he should have been coming out of Palmer college. on here. We Go. got uh, Jason White. Um, Are you just going to name all the good people now? No, I'm just going down the list, jackass. I mean, how ba- how far back do you want to go? We're already back by 2000. I'm just saying the Heisman does not mean you're going to succeed. It doesn't mean you're going to succeed, but you have a very high likelihood, obviously above 75% of succeeding. I'd say they are definitely a 75% really lock on succeeding. On like what and when you're drafting a player, 75% is, on succeeding though, no? is pretty fucking good, I think. Honestly, Wait. let's leave it. All right, let's. I think I owe you at it. least ten sips. After I think that. yeah, we lost him here toward the Jeez, end. The further he went, I need to pour a new drink. Um. So yeah. where are we on that, next? Oh, I think I, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we've done it. I think we're drunk enough. <laughs> I think we've yelled enough. We're gonna. I really have to pee too. All like, right, I'm still getting. I'm I'm just getting started. I yeah, but we're gonna do it off camera. Wait till off, we wait till we mic. start talking about Draymond Green and Kemba Walker. We could have some serious discussions about those. Oh yeah, he loves Draymond Green. I know Ricky loves Draymond Green. That's. I mean, be a good my one. I always say, I love Draymond, but if he was on any other team, I would hate him. That's true. Even if he was on my team, no, I'd still up. hate you him. No, You would love Draymond no, if I he wouldn't. was on your team because no, he's all about the smoke. <laughs> I would and not. would be like, yeah, he defends my Knicks players. Yeah, like, yeah, he's Draymond. Yeah. That's what no, no. See, if you're going to defend my players, you better be like, you know, for me to hype you up like that, you gotta be a Dennis Rodman type guy. Like, he I'm not is, gonna hype him. He's no, he's not. He's a little Rodman. bitch. He's a little he is bitch. The modern Dennis Rodman. Rodman. He's a little bitch. Drink. Uh, I don't have anything in <laughs> he, 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 he is a terrible player that is overhyped. He literally has more of an offensive game than Dennis Rodman. 
Yeah, but Dennis Rodman, you were talking about me getting make... hyped up over them defending players. Dennis Rodman would drop a motherfucker, okay? Would, Dennis would, Rodman. Would Draymond Green now? Dennis Rodman. Boogie Cousins literally... would lay him out. He doesn't want the smoke. Draymond's fake smoke. All right, all right, all right. I grew up in a Manhattan penthouse apartment, but I'm going to talk the smoke. Off mic. Exactly. All right, boys. Settle this. We're going to handle this after (laughs) we cut. I hope you all appreciated the new forum of the show with the drinking and the... Yeah, honestly, like, <laughs> it was fun. Peter's picks. Move? Take the Knicks tonight, baby. Let us baby. know. Like, <laughs> I, we'll I like do it. Knicks money line tonight. It'll be weird, but we'll do it. <laughs> Don't do that, please, folks. Because Dude, next time we got we get we're real weird. Get, next time it's gonna be even weirder. Just in some true debates. Let's talk Javale McGee. All right, Peter. Peter. <laughs> All, right. All right, playing the field yeah. is signing off. And remember, uh, it's automatic. Remember to drink responsibly. Still is. Thank you. Only if you're of legal age. All right. And watch sports. All right. See you guys later.